Ishere Laye mi Jesu Ibati Moro Ishere Ojo Miletu Ojo Miletu Baba Ibati Moro Let's lift our hands up and let's thank him. Thank him, thank him for his grace. Thank him for his love. Thank him. Go ahead and thank him in your own way. If you are born again, this is an opportunity for you to express your love and to thank him and bless his name sincerely. See what Jesus has done for you. I will never be ungrateful to you, Lord. I will never be ungrateful to you, Lord. I will never be ungrateful to you, Baba Kimo. I will never be ungrateful to you, Lord. No matter how you want me more, I will never be ungrateful to you, Lord. I will never be ungrateful to you, Lord. Father, we thank you this morning. Lord, we appreciate you. We thank you for the gift of salvation. Today is a celebration of our salvation. Thank you for paying the price. Thank you for dying the death. Thank you for resurrecting for our justification. Lord, we are glad to be alive and to be a living witness of the fact that you are alive today. You are alive in us and we can feel you, we can see you, we can see the power. Father, we pray that this celebration will be forever in Jesus' name. We celebrate in eternal glory and none of us will find one thing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Okay, greet ten people again. Say happy Easter. I don't know how you feel, but I feel great this morning. I don't know how you feel. If you are born again, today is your day. If you are trying to be born again, you may not know the meaning of what we are doing. It's our celebration. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you are genuinely born again here? You know you are not here because of religion. Please don't be ashamed. Raise your hand to heaven. You know you are genuinely born again. Raise it high above your head. I want to know those people that know what we are doing. I know some don't actually know what we are doing. They are not yet born again. If you are born again and you are glad that you are genuinely safe, stand up on your feet. Let everybody see you and shout hallelujah. God bless you, please. Be seated. Seated in the presence of the Lord. Please, uh, today is a summary of all messages because we are talking about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And uh, I just want to pick the word that God has given to me to speak to you. But if you are not yet born again, I want you to know that you are missing the greatest opportunity that is available to humanity. You are complaining now. You will still complain again. The only person that are free to enjoy the blessing of God are those people that are born again. That is why today's celebration is the mother of all celebration. It's above Sabbath. It's above any religious gathering. This one is even above Christmas. This is where Jesus finished the work and paid the price for our enjoyment. And that is why we come to church every Sunday. Every Sunday we appear before God. We are telling God there is a new covenant. And thank God for the choir song. Can we clap for them? God bless you in Jesus' name. They say this new covenant is sweet. Oh, and I pray this new covenant will be sweet to you. I pray also that what we are doing in this place will not be a religion. I pray that the scale of blindness that I might befalling any of one of you will be taken off today in Jesus' name. As we turn to the Lord today, I pray that the reality of resurrection will be unfolded clearly to you in the name of Jesus. And you will see that Christianity is not a religion. It is a new life that Jesus has given to us. And I pray that all of us will enjoy it in Jesus' name. I'll be preaching on the topic I've titled The Power of Resurrection. I don't know any title I can give it, but I say that is the best title I can give it. Luke chapter 24, verse 1 to 8. And please bear with me. I'm going to read Luke 24, verses 1 to 8. The verses may be long, but it's important that I lay the foundation very clearly for all of you. Please, let's look at it together. Now, upon the first day of the week, which is Sunday, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulchre, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and certain others with them. Verse 2. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulchre. Verse 3. And they enter in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much worried, perplexed, thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shiny garments. Verse 5, and as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but he is risen. But he is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee. Verse 7, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of the sinful men. 
and be crucified and the third day rise again verse 8 and they remember his word i pray that every word that i will preach today you will remember very clearly in the mighty name of jesus after today your day will be filled with celebration and laughter anytime you enter the church shall be your season of praise in the name of jesus Philippians chapter 3 verse 10, Apostle Paul says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Psalm 103 verse 2 says, we should not forget his benefits. Don't forget the benefit of the new covenant. Don't forget the benefit of his resurrection. So when I'm talking about the power of resurrection, I'm also talking about the benefit of of that resurrection to you. Because if I speak in parables. And I talk about the story. And you don't know the benefit of the resurrection to you. You will still be at the same point. Bless the Lord oh my soul. And forget not his benefit. And it's like mentioning that he forgives all your sin. He satisfies your life with good things. And I pray you not forget his benefit in Jesus name. Matthew chapter 13 verse 44. The kingdom of heaven is like a man. Matthew 13 verse 44. The kingdom of the kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is like unto a treasure that is hid in a feet. The which a man had found. He hid it. And for joy thereof, go it and sell it all that he had. And buy that feet. And that is Jesus. Until you find Jesus, you have not found anything. Until you find the power of resurrection, you have not found anything. You can find your talents. You can find your calling. You can find your gifting. You can find your wife. You can be blessed with children. But until you can find the treasure that is in, in the kingdom, which is Jesus, you have not found anything. You are still coming here to play. And the treasure that is in the kingdom is about Jesus. And his death for you. That is what you must discover. If you have not discovered that, you are still religious. And I know some of you are here. Maybe because you are students in the Houston. You are forced to be here. Not because you want to be here. It's because you have not found him. The day you find him, you will keep him jealously. Every other thing will not matter to you. Because Jesus will be the most important reason why you are living. Today, I pray you are going to find something that you are going to treasure for the rest of your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. What are the benefits of the resurrection of Christ? Number one, the resurrection of Christ gives us hope. Hope for glory and peace. Without Jesus, every man dies hopelessly. They live hopelessly. They end hopelessly. There is no hope in this world. They even sorrow without hope and there was no peace. No peace within, no peace without. Nobody can qualify or say boldly that they are enjoying peace with God. We are only living by our own conscience until Jesus came and paid the price and give us a future hope. Hope, eternal hope that even when we die physically, we still see him we will rise up again. Without Jesus' resurrection, there is no hope for the dead and for the living. If they die, that is the end. 
and there was no peace in their life. Jesus came to give us hope. Hope for glory and hope for peace. John 11 verse 25 to 26. Jesus Christ said, I am the resurrection and the life. Is for your life. Is even for you when you are dead. Is your rau rau pata pata. Is your today? Is your tomorrow? Is your ending? Is everything for you? Without him, you are living a miserable life. And I'm going to show you in the scripture. The Bible says that if we we do not have this kind of opportunity that Jesus has risen. Our, our living, our existence is in vain. We are, we are among most men, the most miserable. We are miserable people. Because we are living without glory, without future, without hope. Look at what Jesus says. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though you are dead, what will happen? Yet he shall live. People that believe in him, they will live eternally. They don't just die. They will live again. Look at verse 26. Put on verse 26. Verse 26. Verse 26. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believe thou this. Anyone that believes in Christ and have enjoyed the power of resurrection by being born again while he's living he will never see shame. He's born to enjoy glory forever. That is the benefit of resurrection that we are celebrating today. And so many of us that are seated here today, we are beneficiary of this grace. We were born without background. But Jesus became our backbone and background. And he led us to glory. Praise the name of the Lord. Look at it again. Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 12 to 13, verse 18, talking about what Jesus Christ has come to do. That at the time you are without Christ, being strangers from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise, having no hope without God in this world. When you are not born again, you are stranger to the promise of God and to the blessing of God. You had no hope. You are living aimlessly, hopelessly, without purpose. And no future for you. Look at verse 13. But now in Christ Jesus, you who sometimes were far off are made near, nigh by the blood of Christ. We have access into hope. Into, that does, that's why it does not matter how a believer is starting from. Because Jesus in you is the hope of glory. Doesn't matter how you are starting. People look at you and despise you today. It does not matter. As long as Jesus is there, there's hope for you, there's glory for you, there's peace for you. That is what anybody cannot give you. Jesus is the only one that can give you glory in future and peace of mind. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 and 14. He said, I don't want you to sorrow as unbeliever. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 and 14. Proverbs chapter 4. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, which are dead, that you sorrow not, even as other which have no hope.
when unbelievers sorrow, they sorrow without hope. That is the end. I don't want you to be ignorant and live this life as if you don't have hope. Look at verse 14. <laughs> For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus, we go bring with him. They will rise again. Do you see the life that you carry now? The life that you carry is a life of glory and peace. And I pray you enjoy that glory here on heart in Jesus' name. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 16 to 17 to 20. <laughs> Let me just read a few. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 16. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 16, verse 15. For if the dead rise not, then is Christ not raised. Put on verse 17. Verse 17. And if Christ be not raised, your faith is failing. You are yet in your sin. Your sins are not forgiven. If Christ is still in the tomb, then salvation is fake. Salvation is not real. Your salvation is not genuine. Your sin will still remain. God will still judge you. That's what he says. Verse 18. Put on verse 18. Verse 18. Then they also which are fully asleep in Christ are perished. That means that's the end. Anyone that died, they go to hell. If Christ has no reason. It is Jesus' resurrection that gives us hope of glory. That even those who that die in Christ, they will live again. Put on verse 19. Let's go to 22. Look at how Paul was explaining this. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. If anything we have to enjoy is about this life again, then we don't have hope. We are not better than unbelievers. That's what he's saying. Watch it again. Verse 20. But now that Christ is risen from the dead and become the first fruit of them that slept. Verse 21. Go to 22, verse 21. For since by man came death, by man, it meant Jesus Christ, also the resurrection of the dead. Verse 22, verse 22. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Come on, shout hallelujah. In Christ, you are made alive. You live a good life, a life of joy, a life of celebration. Because what introduced death to man was Adam. Jesus came to introduce life, hope for glory, hope for peace. Come on, shout hallelujah. Without Christ, there was no hope. Without his resurrection, there is no peace with God. There is an enmity between man and God. But because Jesus paid the price and rose our justification, we have peace with God. Romans chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18. Colossians chapter 1, verse 27. Say Christ in you, the hope of glory. Therefore, being justified because of Jesus by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. How many of you believe that you have peace with God? If you have peace with God, you have a glorious future ahead of you. Why? The one that's not tomorrow, the one that controls tomorrow is for you. May you enjoy peace forever in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 
Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 2. Put on verse 2. Look at what verse 2 says. Romans chapter 5, verse 2. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace, we are in we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. We rejoice in what? In hope of the glory. We know glory is coming. And you enjoy glory in the name of Jesus. I pray for you, you will not be put to shame. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18. Colossians chapter 1 verse 27. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18. Colossians chapter 1 verse 27. The eyes of your understanding be enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling. You are not safe for fun. You are not safe to be frustrated. When God called you, there is a hope for your future. A lot of you think that when we ask you to serve God, to come to Christ, Jesus has nothing for you. He just wants to use you. Join the choir. Join the choir. For what? What is the need for me? Come for communion. Come to Jesus. What is it? What will Jesus give me? The Bible says that I pray that your eyes of understanding will be open so that you will know the hope of his calling. What he has in stock for you. For calling you. I pray this morning that you will enjoy hope of his glory and peace with God in the name of Jesus. There's a story that fits this I'm preaching very well. And that's the story of Mephibosheth in 2 Samuel chapter 9 verse 8. Mephibosheth was raised from hopelessness. He was lame at his two feet. He was a beggar. But you know, David remembered the covenant he made with his father Jonathan. And he said, is there anybody in the house of Saul that I may show him the kindness of God? And he said, there's still one son called Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth also had a son and he was staying in Lodeba, a place they call a place of no pasture, a place of poverty. He was very, very poor. But yet, he was remembered. And David sent for him. And David said to him, fear not. I'm going to show you kindness because of your father. And in verse 8, Mephibosheth replied. Put it on verse 8. 2 Samuel chapter 9, verse 8. 2 Samuel chapter 9, verse 8. Then he bowed himself to the ground and said, What is your servant that thou shouldest look upon such a dead dog? What does he say? He bowed himself and said, What is thy servant that thou shouldest look upon such a dead dog as I am? He was completely hopeless. He was what? He was completely what? Please understand me today. It does not matter how hopeless you are. There is glory in you. It does not matter whether you have a strong father, a strong mother, a big connection in life, or you don't have a connection in life. It does not matter whether people like you or they don't like you. If you have Christ in you, there is hope for you. You have a bright future ahead of you. Let nobody deceive and tell you that ah, you don't have anybody because you don't have man. You are connected to Christ. Mephibosheth was raised in one day and he said, my life is worse than the life of a dead dog. 
Why should you look for me? My, I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm worse than a dead dog. And I was thinking about a dead dog. What can be worse than a dead dog? He was lame at his two feet. He was afraid of death. He was running away from David. He was running away from a lot of things. But David remembered him and he said, Why should you look for me? I am worse than a dead dog. Now, I don't know who I'm preaching to this morning. Even if your story is like the story of Mephibosheth, the moment you give your life to Christ, glory is bad in you. Whether your enemy like it or not, your glory will shine. Before you know what is happening, he will raise you up in glory and everybody will be amazed. He know how to pick nobody from the dustbin and cause him to sit in glory with princes. Please sit down. It's because of his death that we can celebrate glory today. You can stand without anything and say, because Jesus lives, and because he lives in me, he will quicken my motor body. I will read glory. I will have peace. I will enjoy peace of mind. Because he has risen. He has paid the price for your glory. And I pray that none of you will lose this benefit in Jesus' name. You have this hope, this treasure in acting vessel so that the excellency, the praise may be of God and not of man. And when the Lord has perfected his glory, may you praise him forever in Jesus' name. Number one benefit of his resurrection is that his resurrection gives us hope for glory and peace. Number two benefit of resurrection is that the resurrection of Christ help us to find the love of God and give us a new status in Christ. We suddenly become the beloved of Christ. We suddenly become the bride of God. We that were nobody, he decorated us with a new identity and called us the beloved. When Jesus came to this earth, the Lord introduced him to all of us and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. He has not done anything. God just said, I love him irrevocably. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. Jesus came to give us that new identity of the beloved. You are not an ordinary person. You are the beloved of God. You are what? The beloved of God. First John chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called children of God. And that is who we are. It does not yet appear what we shall be. Look at what it says. Third John, first John, chapter 3, verse 1. Behold, what manner of love the Father had bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the word knoweth us not because it knew him not. They don't know Christ. So they don't know that we are important. Look at verse 2. Put on verse 2. Beloved, now we are the sons of God. And it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when it shall appear, we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is. May you see Christ as he is today in Jesus' name. 
may you be like Christ in life in the name of Jesus. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. If any man, any man be in Christ, is what? A new person. All things have done what? They have passed away. All things become what? New. All things because you are a brand new person shining. Jesus' death and resurrection give us a new identity in Christ. First Peter chapter 1, verse 17. First Peter chapter 1, verse 17. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. First Peter chapter 1, verse 3. And ye call on the Father who without respect of person judges according to every man's work past the time of your sojourn here. First Peter chapter 1, verse 17. Okay? Read uh, for me Luke chapter 15, verse 24. When the prodigal boy returned, the father said, Because he's my son, I'm going to forgive him and I'm going to decorate him. People don't know why the, father, the prodigal boy loves him. We call the prodigal boy the prodigal boy. But we have to see the generosity of God to bless his son because he was his son. For this, my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Everyone that is lost here today, I pray that today God will find you back. There will be celebration in your family. Everyone here that is giving your parents or giving your people worry, today will be your day of repentance. A new life will enter you in the mighty name of Jesus. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. And we are going to read Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 is full of wonderful scripture about the death and resurrection of Christ. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Because you are the beloved of God, every blessing of God belongs to you. And you enjoy them in Jesus' name. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 6. Put on verse 6. Look at verse 6. When he blessed us with spiritual blessing, what happened? To the praise of the glory of his grace, we are him he had made us accepted in the beloved. Turn to your neighbor and say, I am the beloved of God. That is why I am shining. Can't you see that I'm special? It is not my fault. I am the beloved. When you are looking for the beloved of God, I am the beloved of God. That is why I'm shining. How many of you believe that you are special in this world? Are you sure you are special? Or are you still feeling inferior? Okay, who is the beloved of God in our midst? You know, somehow, somehow, you are, if you are the beloved, shout hallelujah. Okay, I read Romans chapter 8, verse 16 to 17. Verse 32 and verse 13 because of our time. But Romans chapter 8 is a lot of scripture, beautiful scripture about resurrection. Romans chapter 8, verse 11 says, If Christ lives in you, it will quicken your mortal body. But let's go to 16, 17 so that we can be fast. The spirit itself beareth what witness with our spirit <coughs> that we are what? How many of you are having a witness that you are a child of God? Or you are just religious? There is a confirmation in you. That's why you are happy this morning. Some of you are saying, I don't know whether I'm born again or I'm not born again. Some of you don't know it. But if you are not sure, today you will be sure in Jesus' name. The spirit itself, bear a witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Verse 17. Look at verse 17. From verse 17. 
And if children, then we are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Verse 32. Let's read verse 32. And we'll go to verse 39. I, I'm just cutting it short. But when you get to me, you can read Romans chapter 8. He's talking about the benefits of resurrection of Christ. Verse 32. He that spared not his own son, but what? Deliver him up for us all. How shall he not with him also? Does what? Freely give us all things. May you receive everything you need to receive this morning freely in Jesus' name. Do you understand how heavy this scripture is? If it can give you Christ, he said, because you are special, there is nothing that you need that God will not give you. This month, you will not be embarrassed. Do you have confidence in him? As you pray to him today, God will answer you. He will answer you because you are the beloved of God. Verse 39, put on verse 39. Verse 39. Verse 39. Romans chapter 8, verse 39. No height, no depth, no any other. No what? No what? I can't hear you. Shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, you understand this if you read it in KJV. If you read that translation, God will not stop loving us because of Jesus. God will always be in love with you because of the price that Jesus paid. Nothing will make God stop loving you. May you forever enjoy the love of God in Jesus' name. It was because of resurrection that we find love with the Father. That's number two I'm talking about. It was because of resurrection that we find love with the Father. Without the price being paid, there is no love between us and God. We are owing God a debt that we could not pay. And anytime God sees us, say, pay my money. Then we shy away. We run a task We are so bankrupt that we could not pay the price for our sin. Jesus came, paid the price and overpay it. Overdo it. So that we can have boldness to relate with God. Now there is no longer enmity between us and God. God is now on our side. God is on your side. And he will not stop loving you. Because Jesus paid the price for God to love you. That's why I'm praying that this thing I'm preaching today, you will not forget it forever. If you have a wrong dream last night, and you saw something that looked like God, but was a demon, that was preaching another word to you. That the door of mercy has been closed against you. That you are struggling without success. That somebody is chasing you. That maybe God is not on your side again. Tell that demon to go to Romans chapter 8. That because of Jesus, nothing can separate me from the love of God. He will always be on my side. God will always be on your side. Because he did not spare his son. He gave him to you. We freely give you all things. The benefit of resurrection number two is that resurrection has helped us to find the love of the Father. God is a loving God. But in Jesus died, 
we cannot enjoy the love. The moment Jesus died and arose again, we all have access to the love of God. We can say, Abba Daddy, Abba Father, bless me because you love me. Even me, bless me. The death of Jesus gave us access to the love of heaven. Okay, Second Samuel again. Chapter 9, verse 1 and verse 3. Look at what David said. Is there anybody in the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God to him? And verse 3. They say, yet he has a son. Second Samuel chapter 9, verse 1 and verse 3. Is there anybody that can bless because of Jonathan? Okay, and the king said, Is there yet any of the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God unto him? And Siba said unto the king, Jonathan, I yet a son, which is name on his feet. Read verse 1 first. Read verse 1 first. Verse 1. Second Samuel chapter 9, verse 1. Let's read verse 1. And David said, Is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness? For Jonathan's sake. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, because of Jesus, God must show me kindness. Say, because of Jesus, I deserve the kindness of God. Say, because of Jesus, I will enjoy the love of God. Wherever I go, I will enjoy the love of God. Come on, shout hallelujah. Not because Mephibosheth was perfect. Not because Mephibosheth was skillful. Not because Mephibosheth was handsome. It was because of Jonathan. And because of Jesus also, he has covenanted with God that if I die, you will redeem these people back home and you show them love. Because of Jesus, God has no other choice than to show you love. As many that are in Christ, they have access to the love of God, not the judgment of God. Say with me, I have access to the love of God. God is always on my side and will forever be on my side. I will always have testimony. Turn to your neighbor and say, look at me very well. I'm sharing testimony today. Not because I'm better than you, but because Jesus is on my side. Tomorrow when you see me, I will share another testimony. Come on, shout hallelujah. You know why I am shining? It's because I have found the love of the Father. When you find the love of God, things work for you easily. When you refuse to dwell in his love, you struggle in life. If you can find the love of God, things work for you. Whether I'm sleeping or my awake, I believe in my prayer. My prayer being answered. At all times. Whether I'm sleeping or awake. When I pray, they are answered. Because I find the love of God. May you find the love of God in Jesus' name. Okay. Finally, number three benefits. You know, I can go on and on. But let me just limit it to three. So that you remember what I preached today. Number three benefit of resurrection. Is that we find the help of God. Because of Jesus. We find the help of God. Because of Jesus. We find the help of God because of Jesus. What do you find because of the resurrection? Help of God. May you find help this morning. 
You know the reason why people don't come to church? They don't believe there is help in church. Mommy has said it before. That if I said, I will give all of you one, one million naira. If you attend church today, everybody will be in church. You know why? We all need help. Who does not need help? Do you need help? May you receive help. Everyone that needs help today, because of resurrection, enjoy help. Please sit down. Without resurrection, there was no help from above. The heaven was blocked like high on. Until Jesus died. That is when help came from heaven. If you are born again and you have never received strange help, you don't know what I'm preaching now. You don't know it. You don't know it. God has ordained that because you have Jesus, strange help will be delivered to you at intervals, like intervention, to make your life easy and to make your life comfortable. To make everyone that is genuinely born again enjoy supernatural help from heaven. All because of Jesus. Not by their own making, but help. You are about to be stranded and help will come. Pull up. Help will come. Help will come. When it was just some times ago, and uh, I think we went somewhere with my wife. And the man that was in charge of cooperative was asking me some question on cooperative. I'm going to say, ah, then my, my husband does not do cooperative. And he looked at me and said, it is true. You people that uh, know God like this. That was the first time I was hearing that uh, proverb. What did he say? What is manamana? Lightning from heaven. Help will come your way. It is because of resurrection. Even this morning, the people that went early, thinking that we will roll away the stone, before they got there, angel has rolled away the stone. Every stone that is not allowing you to have breakthrough, this morning, they will be rolled away. By help from above in the name of Jesus. You know, I'm preaching with this strength because I pity people that still think that they can do everything by their strength. They don't believe that there is help from above for them. All they do is uncle, auntie, brother, connection. Some of you, they are filled with wrong gospel. There is people that know people that make it. What about people that know God though? How do people that do not know people that the only person they know is God how did they make it in life? How do they make it in life? Have you not heard? Has it not been told to you before that he giveth help to the weak and to them that have no strength he increases strength. He said even the youth will fail but they that wait upon the Lord he will renew them. He will give them help. It's because of resurrection that you are entitled for help. Every junction of your life where you need help, may the Lord show up for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
Hebrews chapter 13 verse 6 says, so that we can boldly say, the Lord is my helper. So that we can boldly say, the Lord is what? Is my helper. We are contented, we are happy. So that we can boldly say, the Lord is what? Say with me, the Lord is my helper. He will not abandon me. He will take care of me. The Lord is what? My helper. The Lord is what? The Lord is what? Ruth chapter 2 verse 15 and 16. Ruth was thinking and thanking Boaz for what he has done. But Ruth has, Boaz has instructed his men. He said, let bundles of grain draw for her on purpose. All she needed to do was to gather the blessing. All you need to do, beginning from now to the end of the year, is to gather blessing. You will not struggle in vain. You will not be frustrated. As we walk the path of life, opportunity will be open to you. Doors will open on its own accord. All you have to do is to gather blessing. Can I hear three amen? If you are excited, shout hallelujah! I'm preaching what is real. Second Samuel chapter 9, verse 11. Second Samuel chapter 9, verse 11. Siba said, Siba had 15 sons and 20 servants. Siba said to Mephibosheth, Second Samuel chapter 9, verse 11. Then Siba said unto King David, According to your word, according to to all that my lord the king had commanded his servant, so shall thy servant do. As from Mephibosheth, he shall eat at my table as one of the king's sons. What was the king commandment to Siba? The king commandment to Siba was that he should work for Mephibosheth. Don't Mephibosheth was lame at his two feet. The king commanded Siba to grow plant and work for him. 35 men working for Mephibosheth that was lame. And Siba said, all that you say, I'm going to do. I'm going to work for Siba. I pray for you today. Men will work for you. They will help you. They will not defraud you. Without reason. Strangers will help you. Helpers of destiny, they will help you. They will help you to build your life. And you become strong. In the name of Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. I can't preach this message without 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. I know you know it, but I'm going to lay it on as an emphasis. So that those people that don't know the meaning can know the meaning. Second Corinthians chapter what? Chapter 8 verse 9. I love it. And I want you to start it. It's a star scripture in the Bible. And if you don't know it, you are not blessed. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, let's read it together. One, two, three, go. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, Yet for your sake, he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. How many of you will be rich? Are you sure? 
Do you want to be rich? Okay, let me tell you how to be rich. I know how to be rich. This is how to be rich. At the cross, Jesus took your poverty, your sin, your shame, your lack of connection. He took everything that was bad about you and he nailed it to the cross. He became empty and naked at the cross. So that you through the cross, you can become rich. How do you become rich through the cross? You believe in his finished work, what he has done. You do not begin to establish your own righteousness. Going to prophet and maintain. Thinking that your money will be double when you give somebody phone. Please, let's stop all this rubbish now. How can you give your phone to somebody to help you pray on it so that credit alert can enter and one prophet will not carry your phone to Gambia? Is that not stupidity? Unbelievers will be laughing at us and you say you are born again. Then they say, bring 4,575 naira so that your blessing can come. They call one number of figure and you go and give them. Somebody tell you that you need to sacrifice something. Oh, what all manner of sacrifices? Somebody had a dream. They say you have to kill a bird. Why will you kill a bird for your dream? When Jesus has died. You keep on appeasing God as if God is a shago God. You do something to deserve his blessing as if Jesus has not died. You negate all the promises of the new covenant. You have forgotten that Jesus came so that all these old laws can be abolished. You don't need to burn candle for God to answer your prayer again. Stop all these ignorant things. Hey, Papa, Alato, stop receiving fake alerts. There is a sure way for you to be blessed. Money is not difficult to have. Jesus at the cross paid the price for your poverty. What is does now is that he empower you from within. He minister to you telling you this is the way you should go. This is what you should do. He will give you opportunity that you cannot deny that will make you rich. He is the one that is working in you. Both to will and to do of his good pleasure. He will put interest in you. And when that interest is established, it will now lead to your words. It's not forcing you or just dumping money on you without any business. Without any product. I have prayed this thing several times. God will give you idea for you to establish, for you to do something. Then he will use that avenue to bless you. He will bless what you love to do. And it will guarantee inflow of harvest. It's not difficult to have money. Not difficult to have money. How do you feel when they say a prophet came from somewhere, was organizing three-day three day crusade, and was asking people to give their phone so that I can pray on it? Was there anything wrong with your phone? If your phone didn't charge, go and buy battery charger. You can buy credit. You don't need credit miracle. If you have money, you buy easily. Come on. Don't be a dummy. Stop thinking that there's a magic wand around money. Jesus was rich. He came from heaven. He became poor. 
so that when you give your life to him, you can believe there was an exchange at the cross. You transfer your poverty into him by confessing your sins. He transfer his weight into you by giving you inspirations and ideas. If you are a child of God, you will never lack an idea. And I'm happy. I did not start this way. I started small. I'm happy. So I'm a living testimony. I did not start here. I started this way. Small. I started very small. I was preaching one day. I said, God is able to give you double salary. What we are having now, he can give it to you. If you believe, say amen. doesn't take more than amen to receive. And they said amen. On Wednesday, the next service, I say, anybody that I received the testimony of what I prophesied, come out and testify. And one brother, he's a pastor now, came out. He said, when you said that, I never believe it's possible. But within one week, I stumble an idea that is giving me double salary. Praise the Lord. I said, no, no, no. We don't praise the Lord. I come back and tell us what you are doing. He said, well, I am a veterinary officer. I inspect cow for people that kill cow. The Lord just opened my eyes to all the areas of boys that used to be around that area that can sell meat for me. And I just say, why are you not selling? He said, nobody gave us meat. He said, okay, I can kill cow for you. I will pay for it. Go and sell. When you sell, return the money to me. Because he goes to that office every day to do that business. He said, they agreed. He gave them a whole cow, about 20 boys in the Bumash. And they sell the cow and they return. He said, in one week, I realized my salary. My eyes was not open to this until you preach it. God can give you idea that will surpass your expectation. He can inspire you and speak to you. Even when you sleep tonight, God will speak to you. You frustrated because you are not allowing God to speak to you. God will God do talk in economic terms. People that believe Him, they receive inspiration and connection. He will tell you what you can do more that will guarantee blessing. We tell you, eh, nothing is working in Nigeria. There is absolutely nothing is working in Nigeria. You better stop that nonsense. One that is born again, wherever you are, things will be working for you. It will be working for you. It will be working for you. And we are all different. We are wired differently. I've said to prof before. I say, if they throw money inside farm, I will not pick. <laughs> I say, if they say, what's the name of your village? That village, Ologo, Okobi. That's the name of the farm. Where is doing farming now? I said, if they throw money, I will not take it. But he said, right from the time he was young, he has always had interest in farming. God put it in him. And when he was praying for blessing, God said, I put the interest of farming inside you. Go and establish it. There is something that God has put in you. 
I'm not saying you should be like me. Be yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself in Christ and be rich. Be yourself in Christ. Because we are all wired differently. He's able to speak to you. God is not poor. God is not poor. The only reason why you can be poor is if you don't want it and you are not listening to him. If God is speaking to you from one level to another 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 level, that's how God does speak. God speaks to people at all times. Telling them what to do, what not to do. But some of you think that this thing we are preaching is fake. It is not fake. Oh. 1,000 can become 10,000 when God is in fourth. He became poor so that you can be rich through his poverty. Because he died for you. Every poverty in your life will die. Prosperity will come alive in you in Jesus' name. Galatians chapter 3 verse 13 and 14. Christ has redeemed us from what? The cause of the law, the cause of the grand. Christ has redeemed us from every causes. Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law. Be made a cause for us. For it is written, cause is everyone that hang on a tree. Verse 14, what does he say? Verse 14, so that what? So that the blessing of Abraham can come upon the Gentile through Jesus Christ. Every blessing that Father Abraham testified in the Bible, may they come upon you. Amen. How many of you are saying amen? Rise up on your feet. Say, because Jesus died for me, every blessing that God promised for the Abraham in the Bible, I receive in the name of Jesus. Christ died for me and rose for me. Every blessing of God that God has promised for the Abraham, Lord, let it come to pass in my life in the name of Jesus. If you pray it, an idea is coming into you right now. The job is coming to you right now. Opportunity is coming to you right now. Blessing is coming to you right now. Jesus died for me. He has taken every cause of the law away from me. He has taken every causes of the law away from me. He has become a cause for me. Because it is said, it is written, a cause in everyone who is put to death by anger on a tree. So that I might come to receive the blessing. I am receiving the blessing of Jesus this morning. I am receiving the blessing of Jesus this morning. I am receiving the blessing of Jesus this morning. Strangers will favor me. I will enjoy supernatural help. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. I met a man that linked me to Lautek. While I was serving Abuja. We went for something and I met a man that licked me. And uh, the prophet then said, Pastor Nishi told us that you are the one that linked him to Lauter. This was so many years ago, almost about 10 or 15 years ago. And he said, look at what you have done in his life. Look at how fresh Pastor Imos is. And Professor Grumbe Obila laughed. He said, what I did for him is beyond me. There is God on his side. He said, he, he, said, he has not even seen anything yet. Professor Grumbi then was the University of Unibank. 
He said, there is God on his side. This will be the second time I will hear it. The first man that employed me said, why do you think your job is fast? I said, I don't know. He said, God is on your side. I've never seen anything like this also before. You are a special person. The man that linked me also said, it's not me. God is on his side. Beginning from now, God will be on your side. Everyone will testify that God is on your side. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, because of Jesus, let me enjoy favor with you. Always be on my side, on my case, in the name of Jesus. I cannot be frustrated because Jesus died. You must bless me. You must bless me. Because Jesus died for me. If you are born again, this is the time for you to pray. If you are not born again, you can watch other pray. Because the benefit is not for you. But if you are born again, because of Jesus, because of Jesus, because of Jesus, God must favor you. He must favor you. Lord, you must favor me. Because Jesus died for me. Jesus died for me. Jesus died for me. He paid the price that I could not pay. Lord, you must favor me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. We use Isaiah chapter 50. Verse 7 to 9 to pray. Isaiah chapter 50. Put on Isaiah chapter 50. Help will come your way. This season, receive help. Somebody is receiving help. For the Lord God will help me. Therefore, I shall not be confounded. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint. And I know that I shall not be ashamed. This month, you will not be ashamed. Say, for the Lord God will help me. Say it loud and clear. You say to pray. Because of Jesus, the Lord God will help me. I will not be put to shame. I don't know what you are going through. For the Lord God will help me. I shall not be put to shame. I don't know whether you have connection or you don't have connection. I don't know whether you have helper or you don't have helper. The Lord God will help me. How will not be put to shame? The Lord God will help me. Put on verse 8. Put on verse 8. We are praying about help because of Jesus. He is near that justified me. Who is the one that justified you? Who is the one that justified you? Is near that justify me. Who will contend with me? If God be for us, who can? I can't hear you. Who can be against you now? If you are born again, come and shout hallelujah. hallelujah. I know if you are not born again, you can't shout it. You can't have the confidence. If you are born again, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Look at it. It is near that justify me. Who will contend with me? Let us stand together. Who is my enemy? Let him come near to me. What will happen? Verse 9. When your enemy come near, put on verse 9. Put on verse 9. As I 50 verse 9. Behold, the Lord God will help me. When your enemy is near, the Lord God will help you. Amen. This year, your enemy will not swallow you up. Amen. This year, you will not die prematurely. Amen. This year, the Lord will frustrate your adversary. Watch what he says. Behold, the Lord God will help me. Who shall condemn me? Lo, they all shall was as hold as garments. 
the moth, the maggot shall hit them. Raise your hands to heaven. Lord, you will help me. In my journey of life, my focus is on you. My help comes from the Lord. Who make it heaven and heart? I don't know where you are expecting help. Is it calculation? Is it information? I know I shall be greatly helped. My help cometh from the Lord. My help cometh from the Lord. My help. Hey, yeah, Go ahead and pray for help. Help from above. Help that will surprise your enemy. Help, 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 help from all corners of life. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Listen, listen. I pray for you this morning. You will not be stranded. When you don't know what to do, help will come your way. When I left Lautek, when I left Lautek, Brahmakide told me that some people in his office are saying that, ah, is this man not mad? How can you leave that salary and say ah, you are going? That's your pastor. <coughs> you need to check him. Abu were calling me. When I left, and they gave somebody else my position, a medical library, that you are to begin to work as an active medical librarian. She came to my office here and said, I cannot sit on your table unless you pray for me. I want you to pray for me with your heart that I will succeed. I said, Need that. And she needed that. I said, With my own heart, I left. Nobody frustrated me. And I released you to enjoy the position. As I was praying, my wife came from her office. She said, There's an interview they are doing for me on World Bank right now. And between hell and heaven, I said, God is answering you now as I'm praying for her. That same day, she came. As I was praying for her, doors was opening for my wife. God knows how my ways will be blessed. He has perfected it. He has perfected it. Call the long story short. She got the contract. She got the contract. And somebody said to me, I said it all. God will help them. God will help them. The righteous man will not be frustrated. In the time of need, God will help him. It does not matter what you are going through. The project you need to do, God will help you. God stood by me. Even when it comes to money, raising big money, he helped me in so many ways. Five million, six million, eight million. I want to do, he will be there. He will make sure there is a way out. If you are in trouble today, because of God, there will be a way out for you. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, God will help me because of Jesus. Stranger will work for me. They will help me to achieve my dream, achieve my purpose. I will not be stranded. Siba said, I will work for him. If they can work for a man that was lame, men will work for you. They will work for your success. Even your enemy will work for your success. Wherever you may be, go ahead and pray. They will work for me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
Go ahead and pray. They will work for you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Say with me, I have found the love of God. I can't hear you. Say, I have found what? What have you found? Say, I have found the love of God. I will enjoy favor all the time. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, nothing can separate me from the love that God has for me. God loves me so much. I will enjoy the blessing of heaven at all times. How many of you are beloved of God? Go ahead and confess it. I'm the beloved of God. I have found the love of God. It doesn't matter what is happening. I shall be blessed in life. All because of Jesus. I have found the love of God. I have found the love of God. God loves me. God loves me without reservation. God will always love me. The love of God is on my side. That is why I worship him. The love of God is for me. Nothing can separate me from his love. Some of you are not even sure whether God loves you. So you can pray it. I am a special child. I am a beloved child of God. He has accepted me as the beloved. I am the beloved child. Some of you are living without hope. I am beloved. I am love. I am special. I don't have apology for my blessing. I don't care what you say. I am blessed because I am loved. I am loved by the Lord. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. I am the beloved of the Lord. I have found favor and love with God. Say amen loudly. Amen. Does not matter how rough your life may be today. Because of Jesus, you will enjoy glory. Amen. Does not matter how turbulent your life can be today. Because of Jesus, we have peace. Amen. He is our prince of peace. Raise your right hand to heaven. Because of Jesus, peace be still. Peace in my body. Peace in my finances. Peace in my family. Peace in my journey. I want to enjoy glory. So let there be peace. Go ahead and speak peace. When Jesus rose from the dead, he gave us peace. He said, peace be with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world give it. I enjoy peace throughout this year. In the name of Jesus. Peace throughout this year. In the name of Jesus. Peace throughout this year. In the name of Jesus. Are you receiving peace now? Receive peace in your journey. Receive peace over your children. Receive peace now. Are you receiving peace? Say peace be still. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we have prayer. That was... That was Rain in the morning, very early in the morning. Around what time was that? Around two what? Around two, there was rain in the morning. Rain was blowing wind. I just touched my window. I said, peace be still. Wind, go to another place. It was becoming, I said, peace, peace. Peace, rain. Peace, rain. Peace, rain. I stepped back. When I woke up, it has rain. Peace. Everything that is contrary to peace will not stay in your life this year. Amen. Why? Jesus is our peace. Can you talk to your neighbor and say, Jesus is my peace? Say, nothing will trouble you this year. You will have peace at all times. Say, receive perfect peace. Perfect peace from Jesus. Because of resurrection, I speak peace into your life. Peace into your life. No complication. 
Listen. Ever since my daughter became a doctor, practicing now, I've always have maximum respect for a healthy life. Mass, may I mean maximum. If you are healthy, I clap for you. You are doing well. Because hospital is a busy center. It will be good for you to receive peace so you don't add to their trouble. Are you listening to me now? <laughs> Anything that will give you peace, you enjoy it. Perfect peace from the Lord. Receive it in your body in Jesus' name. Perfect what? This year, you will not be sick. Uh, somebody now asked me, how will the doctor be paid? Ah, they have a lot of people. <laughs> they will not use you to be, for them to be paid now. The hospital bed is not a good place to sleep. If you want to enjoy yourself, go to a non shoot, sleep there, and wake up and come back up. Don't go to the hospital. I pray for you this year, you will live a healthy life. Are you, are you hearing me right now? Let's stand up and enforce peace. Stand up, wherever you are, stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up. Say, Father, I receive peace. Perfect peace into my body. Peace be still. Because of Jesus, I receive peace. I receive a healthy body. I receive grace to be strong and healthy. Go ahead and pray. Uh -uh. Why should you go to the hospital where you can enjoy peace from the Lord? Peace from the Lord. Lord, peace that passeth all understanding. Peace that passeth all understanding. Peace that passeth all understanding. Let it come into my system. Come. Receive it now. Receive it now. This is your year. Receive it. Because of resurrection, no complication in my blood, no complication in my body, no complication in my leg, no complication in my liver, no complication in my kidney, no complication in my bladder. Every organ in my body, receive peace. Receive peace. Receive peace. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. All of you, look at me. I read an article of a man. You know, I like reading. He said, God told him, listen, that when he says he's going to bless your bread and water, he means that God said that anytime you want to eat, you say, this food I'm eating, let it bless my body. He said that you speak life to your body at all times. Speak like life to your head. My head, you are not having a headache. You are blessed. My stomach, you are blessed. You are functioning well. My blood, you are functioning well. What is happening to unbeliever that is if we not happen to you? Amen. Somebody asks me here now and say, why? Because he knows the thought that he thinks towards you. They are thought of good and not of evil. Because he said, I wish above all things that you be what? You be in good acts. Above all things. Raise your hands to heaven. If God wishes you good acts, say, I receive it. Because of Jesus, I receive good heads. I receive prosperity. I receive peace of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, let me enjoy peace. Ah, yeah, yeah. I love it when you are fresh and you are healthy. Lord, I receive it, Lord. I receive it from the Lord. Resurrection power. Quicken my body. Make me healthy. Make me strong. In the name of Jesus, resurrection power. Chase away sickness from my system. In the name of Jesus.
if you are sick in your body right now begin to talk to Jesus the blood of Jesus he knew from all sicknesses the blood of Jesus is available to purge you and to make you clean and receive peace in the name of Jesus in Jesus name we have prayed Isaiah 26 verse 3 he will keep him in perfect peace perfect somebody say perfect peace say I receive perfect peace in the name of Jesus Romans chapter 8 verse 11 if the spirit of Christ that is in you dwells in you that spirit will do what quicken your motor body it will help your body to be alive how many of you believe that the spirit of God is in you the spirit of Christ is in you the power of resurrection is in you say anything that is dead come alive receive restoration receive strength they that wait upon the Lord they will renew their strength receive strength receive strength my body receives strength go ahead speak life speak life so that you believe some of you are not speaking speak life so that you believe speak life to your system speak life to your body speak life speak life speak life let's speak life to your system right now in the name of Jesus in Jesus mighty name we have prayed because he died young you will not die young if you die young again it's double jeopardy he died 33 why should you die 43 why that means he has not done anything somebody gave me an analogy he said if your wife is frying dodo and she cut her hand i said ah you cut your hand i won't hit dodo that's double punishment it's because she cut her hand why frying dodo that's why you should hit dodo i said thank you my dear the dodo is sweet then the healing process will be very fast if jesus suffer and you suffer again you are frustrating heaven as many of you that are suffering again you are disgracing the kingdom beginning from now you will not suffer again god will help you god will favor you god will give you peace in the name of jesus please close your eyes wherever you are and raise your hands to heaven close your eyes i want to pray for some people if you are here and you are not born again say with me lord jesus i receive you as my lord and personal savior i confess my sin i want to be born again come into my life i receive you today have mercy upon me write my name in the book of life i want to give my life to you accept me as your son as your beloved today i give my life to you and i'm born again today in jesus name i've prayed if you pray that prayer today, you are born again. Your name is written in the book of life. Now everyone that is raising his hand, thank him for the salvation of your soul. And if you are not sure, you can renew it. If you are not sure, you can say it again. Say, Lord, I thank you that ah, Jesus' death was not in vain. Lord, I am grateful for dying for me. Lord, I'm happy that I'm born again. If you have not died, where will I be? Thank you for paying the price. I am grateful. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, right now, let the power and the benefit of resurrection be at work in your children's life. No more sorrow. No more backwardness. Father, no more shame. No more disgrace. No more living from hand to mouth. No more deaths. 
Let them live the life of prosperity. Life of blessing. Guide them forever. Guide them to a land that is flowing with milk and honey. In the name of Jesus. And above all, Lord, let even stranger help them. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. I know you are blessed, so you are blessed. Shout a powerful hallelujah. Let's be seated, please. God bless you.